Welcome. It's Monday night. It's the start of the week. It's the end of the last week. And that can only mean one thing. Yes, we're back. It is Team Superdad here, Johnny Jensen and Glenn, a dating dad, back for the wrap up. Let's roll theme. Welcome to Team Super Dad. Real dads creating their best lives ever. More time, more money, more fun. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad. Len, good evening to you. Unmute mic. There we go. Yeah, that's that's gonna that's gonna help. I mean, normal, normally people want to mute me, but um, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to say good morning. How the devil are you? If you can't, if I if you can't hear me, unmuting. If only it's like they do that. You know, it's like a YouTube thing. The pause game or the mute game, you know, it's, uh, I don't know if your kids watch that, but I don't know, but there was a, a movie that involved David Hasselhoff and I think it was Adam Sandler and he had like a, a remote control that he could pause or rewind or stuff like that. It was called Click, I believe. Ah, uh, that's the puppy. Yeah. I think <laughs> genuinely my ex, she made me, she, I say she didn't make me watch it. She literally watched it and then went back and paused and fast forwarded through to the few bits that were worth watching. So actually uh, the, the hour and a half movie was about three minutes long and it was all the better for it. I've got to say. Perfect. The highlights, the absolute highlights. Well, mm-hmm. good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the wrap up. This is Johnny Jensen, founder and creator. That's me of Team Superdad and the Hero Academy, an irresistible community for modern men creating the life they desire, getting out of the life they feel stuck in. And Glenn, from uh, from Twitter fame of a dating dad, infamy, inf- inf- infamy? Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. As the three amigos have obviously once said, it's got a dual purpose meaning there, so I'll take infamy. <laughs> We're thinking of infamy, infamy, they've all got it infamy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's one for yes. the kids is that for kids? yeah 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 so uh welcome uh we're on episode 48 of uh of the wrap-up the wrap-up is our weekly jaunt through our uh our experiences of the last seven days as as dads as men as people on this planet and uh there's been a lot happening this week this is one thing i can't promise i'm in that funny a mood tonight glenn this could be a little bit philosophical that's all good, man. You can't you can't have highs without you can't have light without shade. So sometimes you just need a little bit of variety to to make sure everyone realizes that it's not all fun and games in in Team Super Dead Towers twenty four seven. Yeah, the highs and lows and keeping it real. I have called the wrap up this week's episode of the wrap up. I've called keeping it real with this expectation, this anticipation in mind, which I will I will wander us uh, all through in just a moment. But uh, you. And I say you, I'm talking about the listeners and the viewers. If you're watching live right now, then give us a little uh, hello, a hashtag live. Tell us where you are, what you're up to. Uh, we can see you. Well, we can't see you by face, but we can see your comments coming in. So uh, by all means, drop us a comment and pretty much wherever you're watching, they will come through to me. If we don't reply, uh, <laughs> quite often means I've told you to comment and then not realised that you have. So that's probably what's happening there. <laughs> But uh, and if you're listening on the podcast, well, then that's great to have you here. Uh, please remember to subscribe and leave us a review if you're listening on iTunes, because that helps us spread the word of Team Superdad. And if you want to join that irresistible community of modern men that I spoke about, then come on over to teamsuperdad.com forward slash group and you will be welcome. Uh, we have uh, the power list. 
We have weekly training, although I'm moving the trainings to monthly. We're doing a weekly Q&A hangout um, type session, but we're moving the, the training sessions to monthly. And of course, inside of the Hero Academy, then that's our premier program, our paid community, our paid co- coaching activity group, uh, a life accelerator for, for busy modern dads. And um, yeah, if you go to join.teamsuperdad.com, you can find out all about that and pre-register. So that's the formals done. Um, how's your week been, Glenn? I see you're wearing a Tottenham shirt, which obviously uh, we, we we don't like to talk too much about football, but it is. Oh, we do this week. We do this week. <laughs> Glenn and I, for those who don't know, by pure coincidence, both happen to be Tottenham fans. So if you are Chelsea or Arsenal or basically anyone that hates Tottenham, please don't let that put you off. Uh, but... <laughs> But if you are Woolwich, please do get in touch and tell us how your weekend was. A <laughs> thing is, first, uh, let's talk about football for, for for a moment. But let's talk about football kind of like in a general way. It's it's always a bizarre set of results that first weekend, isn't there? There's always so if if you were playing, it doesn't even matter if you're the Woolwich, right? If you were playing the team that had just came up, and you were playing them on the first night. And it's like Friday night football, which isn't normally even a thing. And you were the only game. If you were the, like, if that had been Tottenham playing Brentford, right? I'd have been like, oh shit. We are, yeah. definitely, we are definitely losing this match, right? Oh, absolutely. In, in some ways, I, I couldn't think of a better way to start than, than <laughs> playing City. Because City are the champions. They're not only the champions. They're the champions who have basically spent £100 million on a squad player. Their fourth choice centre back cost forty million quid. They're 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 just so far in a different league financially. They've doped it so badly that it doesn't even matter. It's a free swing, and they're the yeah. hardest game you're going to have all season. So let's just just get it out of the way quick. Just get it out of the way first, because if you lose, then you don't matter. It doesn't matter. You can then just carry on with your life and restart the week after. Only we didn't lose, did we? No, we didn't, and 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 we played great. But literally, we were. We were Brentford last night. Mm-hmm. Top were Brentford. City. Sorry, yeah, we we should have. We were playing the, the the champions. They should they should have won. Arsenal should have beaten Brentford in the grand scheme of sort of football hierarchy and and sort yeah. of what what happens next kind of thing. But but yeah, so uh, you know, in, in a in a free hit kind of way, we we got we got to say. <laughs> Fuck, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's great because it, it, it reinforces opening day. For me, for me, the kind of opening day of the football season is almost more fun than New Year's Eve because New Year's Eve is always a letdown. I can't remember the last time I actually went to, and did something on New Year's and it was just, you know what, this is um, this is brilliant. I, everything about this evening has been, been perfect. Whereas in f- football season, you've got the whole build-up of the summer. And the transfers and the, the, it's Schrodinger's season. It's both the best season in the world and the worst season. Everything is possible, and then then it kicks off. And most years, it's it's like New Year's. It's a bit of a letdown, but this year it wasn't. It's making me think that that the next nine months of football, ten months of football, are going to be outstanding. And if football is good, I'm good. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But it, and it is like a it is like a New Year's Eve in that you know. Okay, I've been waiting for this day. I now know that we're going to go through autumn and then winter and then spring and then in May. 
It's going to be the end of the season and the FA Cup and where will we be? And so like, it is like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? In the, not just what we're going to do football-wise in the next nine months, but like, oh my gosh, like Christmas and birthdays and 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 and, and school and like, so in my mind, there is a year that runs January to December, but there's also another year called a season, which runs August to May. <laughs> and I and like that's I've got a point of reference there, which is what am I gonna what you know, what's gonna happen between now and Christmas? What's gonna happen between now mm-hmm. and 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 then okay, now 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 there's nothing to talk about uh, for next month. Of course, we've got <laughs> the Euros or the World Cup, but yeah, so there, so there we go. And just for for any listener that's uh, can't see what Glenn is wearing, Glenn is wearing mm-hmm. <laughs> he's wearing the away Tottenham away shirt. Oh, yeah, when we were sponsored by Kappa, which is actually What's a skin tight number. Um, I tell you what, it's more skin tight now than it, when it, than it was when I bought it. <laughs> um, I think that's supposed to be about two thousand and five, something like that, two thousand six. Um, and yeah, Kappa th- this year, I think we only did this style one year, but yeah, it is, it's a tight skin kind of clinging, it, 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 the material clings to you in a, in a way that no other football kit it's, I've ever experienced speed, has. Basically, it's like a speed suit. It's like one of those cyclists yeah. or, 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 or hundred mile an hour skiing uh, thing. Like, so whoever designed this, our, our, our friends in Italy, the, the, the Kappa designers were not thinking of the average British bloke in a pub. No, no, they absolutely, they were, they were purely thinking about some sort of uh, Italian God because <laughs> there's no way, no way that this was, this was designed for Dave from Croydon. I wonder who, I was in, oh, was it Levy in charge then? I, I always think when I'd love to, do you know what would be an interesting flipping Amazon documentary it would be to be the fly on the wall camera when the designers come round to the football clubs with the new shirts. Well, that's the thing. And again, we don't want to make this too much about Spurs, but um, the, the new there's a new Spurs, I want to say away kit, third kit or something like that. And did you ever at school do these like oil watercolory things where there'd be, you'd put like a tray of water and then paint would sit on top of it and you make all these swirly kind of shapes and then splodge a bit of paper on, and, and that was it. And it was kind of this weird swirl of colours. It looks basically like a toddler has swallowed a bunch of acrylics and then vomited onto a shirt. And somehow it looks incredible, and I bloody love it. Yeah, that is that is a, the, the, the Spurs 2021-22 away kit. Lots of clubs have, have kits that they wear. The, the Woolwich had that um, horrible thing year, it must have been six or seven years ago but it was like it was white and red kind of hexagons and yeah really messed with you messed with your mind every club has got a, a if like, if you're a true sports fan it doesn't even have to be football but i guess it's only been recently cricket clubs have got mm. their, their kits but we've all, we all know a season where we had a shit kit don't we Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so many of ours. I mean, I, I don't like the Spurs kits that have got the new AIA logo because that's in red. You shouldn't really have red on your on your Spurs kit too much outside of the logo. And the new logo, this is the old logo. It's got tiny little bits of red in it, but the new logo, no red at all. And so, yeah, if, the, if there's any, any version of a Spurs kit where there's no red on it, I'm a happy bunny. Have you seen any of the websites where they do like these fan designs? They're flipping awesome. Fan design? I've seen that for F1. No, no. So what you've got is there are, um, and I don't know the hashtags. Okay, so hopefully someone who's watching now or listening will, will will remind me. But you can 
you get the hashtag. So they're called, they're called, ah, they're called, Oh, they're like they're fan, they're fan kits. Like it's not, but it's that's not it. But they are like basically fan yeah. kits, basically. Yeah, and uh, and so these like concept kits, kind of kind of stuff, and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. All clubs, all, all clubs, flipping awesome. But <laughs> I think the fly on the wall documentary would be funny, and we could get Dom Jolly and um, <laughs> and who's the guy with the little hand? Um, Jeremy, Jeremy Beadle. Dom Jolly, Derek Jeremy Beadle out from the grave. Up from the grave, yeah, and uh, would team up and they would create this program where they pretend to be designers and they parade the upcoming kits to the seat to, to, to the chairman. It's the same team that designed the cock rocket for Elon, uh, <laughs> yeah. for, for the same team that designed the cock Jeff rocket Bezos. For, for Jeff Bezos, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, in fact, that's who designed that. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, Dom Jolly and the spirit of Jeremy Beadle are absolutely creasing up because they've been to space, basically. <laughs> For those people who don't know Dom Jolly, he was uh, he had a TV show. And Trigger Happy of, TV. Trigger Happy TV. They kind of, it, it, it wasn't really a prank show, but they did things on the street, so people weren't really aware that what, what was going on wasn't real. And it's what. It, it's on Amazon as well. It's on Amazon. So if you've got Amazon Prime, dig it out. It is. It has stood the test of time. It's absolute. It was um, like YouTube and TikTok before they were even a thing. It was. It's from the like mid late late nineties, I think. True. Actual sketches, like not sketches like Laurel and Hardy or, or yeah. you know, type of sketches. That actually hidden camera like, stuff. Like hidden, hidden camera like TikTok skits, like yeah. Some of the flipping TikTok, some of the the stage ones now. Mm. I saw this thing on, on 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 Facebook came out today, right? You know, America loves its vets subject, doesn't it? Right, vets. Veterans so, rather than like veterinarians. Uh, veterinarians. No, not veterinarians. I mean, like veteran uh, soldiers, right? Mm. So they had this. So this kid is standing with his dad at a coin counting machine. Mm-hmm. For the record, are a shit show because they take like in 20% of your money anyway. Then they're watching this old guy struggle to put his coins in. Mm-hmm. So then the kid has a word with the dad. And then each time the old boy turns his back, the kid puts some, some of his pennies in the old boys. Like, mm-hmm. So now he's standing there looking at it. He's totaling it up. The kids now put all his piggy bank money in there. And instead of getting 10 bucks, the guy's got like 50 bucks. So he's mm-hmm. now like baffled and working out what, so it's all staged. I was like thinking, this is ridiculous. Like what message are we, do we need to get out here in such a staged fashion? Mm. Then yes. How it's such Jerry a weird thing. Away with it. How did he, how did he dress up as a policeman, throw someone's car in a river and then that person would fail to recognise that he was Jeremy Beadle or that the idea that their car was in the river was odd. Well, it's, a, it's one of those things where you, uh, it was a movie, a, the Truman Show, I think it was. He said, one of the question there is, you accept the reality you're given. And we all accept what we're told as this is the truth, this is normal. And it's only in hindsight you think, that was bloody weird. How did, 
how did that because it's always an escalation it's always every phase of it is within the realms of possibility and, and believability and if you if you look at it in totality the end point is so far away and messed up from where you started you're thinking god that's weird but every it's, it's the whole boiling frog thing of you know it Every little stage of that is it's weird, but it's not that much weirder than what came before. And so you can push people, push them and push them and push them further than you ever could before. Ah, so at the point he walks in with the policeman's outfit on, you're so far detached from that. I'm on Jeremy Beadle. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that program called? Beadle's About. <laughs> not that difficult, Johnny. <laughs> oh, it's a good job you're here, Glenn. It's a good job. You're my perfect- <laughs> my perfect foil basically because i'm such a mong uh, <laughs> but funny we should talk about all those, those coincidental things right i've this is the philosophical part of of, of my week right mm-hmm. the good lady and i have been dating now for six months six i i mean i i'm shocked not not shocked that it should have lasted i'm shocked that it's gone so quickly it, it's that's I still look back and and remember the, the the first pod after you met and you and you was like I've been on a date, first date in ages and it went really well. It's like this is amazing. How was that six months ago? Because six yeah. months for you is also six months for me, and I've done fuck all in that time. <laughs> true, true that, true that. Uh, what it's like like a five year thing. I was looking at like what's happening. Uh, 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 Google, not Google, Facebook threw up a video that I posted in 2016 of mm-hmm. me in the gym um, doing 44 press-ups. And I'm going, I couldn't have done this a year ago. I was in a hole. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Look how I pulled myself back together, 44 press-ups. So today was day 60 of my Super Dad workout challenge, mm-hmm. which is actually two cycles. So it's 30 days of fitness plus 30 days of fitness. So I've just done 60 mm-hmm. days. This is this is how it all you're gonna have to hang in there, right? If you if you're watching, if you're listening, you're gonna have to hang in there as I try and share how all this mad stuff all happened, like culminated in this mm-hmm. weekend. Okay, this weekend. I should have a name for it. I I know they're like I can't think what the week the name would be, but it wouldn't be it might be Beatles week <laughs> Johnny's Beatle Weekend. <laughs> Beatle Beatle 2.0. So right. I know this weekend's coming up as well because uh, the girlfriend, uh, she got a picture of us in her bedroom. Ooh, <laughs> see all these little steps. This is, this is what Jeremy's all about. It's just, it's just getting a, instead of a little bit mental, it's just getting a little bit better. And then you look back and you think, fuck me, this is a long way from where I was six months ago yeah. but in a good way this time. I know. So like, so, so, so I, I turn up, plus I've been thinking about, I was, cause I was thinking, well, it's six months. So we kind of joked about it being six months and I go, well, six months. What is like, do you, do you get a card? Do you, do you make, get some flowers? Do you make mm-hmm. something? Do you, do you buy a, 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 buy a Dyson? Like, do you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the shark, my friend, all about the shark. What, what, what do you do? So, so yeah. So last week before the, before the, before the Beetle, Beetle 2.0 weekend, um, yeah, get get together around her house, picture me and her in the bedroom. And it's a nice picture. It's like it's, it's all cool, but still like it's like it's sent like ooh, it's like like rumble strip, like a rumble strip, yeah. right? <laughs> like on the motorway when you're just a bit tired and you veer off a little bit onto the house. And uh so I was like, okay, that's cool, that's cool. Six months, okay, that's cool, that's cool. 
um, should I, you know, does that mean anything? No, no, that's fine. It just means we get, you know, we're getting on. We've done the whole I love you thing ages ago. So, so we're cool. And, and it's awesome. Like there's like, it's, it's still good, right? Still, there's no, there's no, there's no, no, no problem there at all. Um, but then I'm like, okay. So, but in, in my mind, so I, I did this thing for it. It was quite nice. I did like 21 things I love about you. Have you ever done that nice. for someone? Yes. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hard because you want to make them all different and kind of distinct and it's hard not to have the overlap between some of them well i hate to, and I, i've actually got an, an activity like this inside the hero academy around relationships and reconnecting it take the person you love or or your kids right you know pretty significant partner your children and to to have them feel like you appreciate and notice them yeah you know, is 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 it doesn't have to be 21 but <laughs> Even if it's ten, you're, you, mm. you know you'd be surprised how how hard it, it is to start to start with. But then when you relax mm. and you get into it, you start to go, oh, actually, I really appreciate that. Oh, actually, there's that thing about oh, actually, and definitely aim for twenty because that's a, that's a good number. Um, if you can't think of five, I don't know that's a good thing. I, I think we, <laughs> <laughs> if you genuinely can't think of five things you flipping love about someone, then we may need to have a different conversation. Uh, oh, about... Mate, I can think of five things I love about fried chicken. You should be able to do that about the woman you love. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've done this exercise with with dads, with with dad coaching clients. And, you know, the, 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 the curious thing about it, and I suppose it's bloody obvious as well, is people get out of the habit of noticing or being grateful or appreciating or acknowledging. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's when someone turns around and says, you, you, like, I don't feel even noticed, let alone loved mm. by you. Um, so it's a good exercise in that regard. So yeah, so came up, came up with uh, with uh, it was about uh, it ended up being about twenty four because I kept once I, once you get in a flow, I kept adding to it. So so I done that, and then um, where were we? Where were we? Friday. Can't even remember. What we did. Oh yeah, so then my brother rings up. Right, my brother lives in France, as we've talked about before, mm. in, in Lake Annecy. Beautiful, right? So we haven't seen them for flipping two years. You haven't seen your mum for no. You told me I haven't seen your mum for two years. Two years, yeah, yeah. My, uh, we, she's coming to visit um, yeah, in two weeks' time, and I'm, uh, me and the kids are just so excited to see her. It's amazing how time flies, but also it feels like forever. And if you want to get a bit emotional about it, it's flipping awful. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine because I know I haven't seen my sister. Um, for a long time because she lives in Melbourne. You know, she lives in, yeah. in Australia. The last time I saw her was when we were both in Nepal doing Everest. So I, you don't see each other very often and that's fine because you accept that they're in a different place. But my mum's in Essex. She's on the coast of Essex. She's a couple of hours drive away. Yet I've not seen her for two years. Not well, I've seen her, but like on camera, but not yeah. been able to give her a hug and a, a just chat in person and, and it is, it is really, really different. And I'm really looking forward to to just sitting and talking and relaxing and smiling in my mum's presence. Yeah, and hugging her. Yeah. Yeah, mega, absolutely mega. So my brother rings up, same sort of deal. He's he's getting work done on the house in France. They were away on holiday in Cyprus and the builders are doing some extra stuff, which meant they couldn't mm. really go back. He's like, okay, well, we're going to come back via England and try and see everyone in four days. And my kids have been nuts 
the last 18 months, 24 months about not seeing their cousins because they're mm. really close. We, we do that. Like we're, we're cousins are like brothers and sisters in our family. Like it's, it's, it's you know, we, we it's a lot of love and connection and, and, and uh, can't wait to see each other. And so, yeah, so the Friday I'm having, I've got a brunch at my auntie's house. Who's my mum figure. My sister's there again, not, not seen her for a while. Sunshine. And we're all there having brunch. There's kids everywhere and it's good. And Joe was going to come, but she wasn't able to, cause she had, she had clients to, to, to see. And um, so that was the Friday. Then this, then the Saturday it's, I had to take the kids back to their, to their mother. Cause it wasn't even my weekend. Then, then the Saturday, uh, was this six month anniversary thing. <laughs> so we went, we went back to where we had our first date and did a, went on the, on oh, the, that's on, nice. That's a good touch. The, walked the dog. And it was so funny The the venue, the hotel, the, the country park thing, they were having a wedding show, like mm-hmm. an open day for people who wanted to come and I do tell me, tell me you proposed. No, no, I did not. propose. <laughs> I have learned that lesson. Uh, <laughs> but in true Ghostbusters style, as we approached the building and the woman said to us, oh, hi, are you here for the wedding uh, show? I said, yes, of course we are. Because well, you don't know <laughs> what are on offer, right? Exactly. I'm totally with you on this one. Ray, if someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that was a line in a movie, right? Obviously, like a comedy-based line in Ghostbusters. I really took that as a as a as a as a in stone lesson for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what lesson they were trying to throw out. It's a lesson you took, and yeah. they can't take that back. There's no take backs. He's on this. So, so when she said, "She goes, you can't say that," and I was like, "Well, we'll just go with the flow because we don't know what's." So then she goes, okay, we'll just fill this in and I'll, and I'll start taking, I'll do the tour. I was like, okay, well, I said, well, we just got here. Can we go for a drink first, please? <laughs> so we went and actually, it was, it was, it was lovely sound. So then I pull out this gift, which I'd put in a, in a frame and it's like a heart. Mm. It was like all these 25 things. Nice. Kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, so she goes, uh, that's the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for me. Like, <laughs> Whoa. Okay, good um uh but again like these kind of like moments in 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 moments in the weekend like home like either of those would have been a high point of a weekend yeah just on their own with nothing else happening that would have been a you know what this was a good weekend for that reason and you had two of them exactly so then then i meet a bunch of her mates in ashford on on the saturday night sunny hello who'd have thought the sun comes out in the summer (laughs) <laughs> how was oh, it yeah. uh, did their did her friends uh, have you met them before or how, did they take to you were there any hot single women there who uh, are getting a bit desperate uh <laughs> do you know well no but i don't we need to uh i, I will yeah we'll we'll, we'll uh, I, in terms of of uh hot women let's uh, maybe desperate maybe maybe not uh, <laughs> Don't let me derail you. Carry, so you, you know, we've, got to, we've got to keep furnishing this. I've got to keep asking people when I meet them, you know, so we need to, uh, particularly as we're local to each other, I can get, get, get the introductions going for my friend Glenn. You know? <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you, you met her friends and it went well. 
Yeah, I'm good. I'm a good. I'm a. I'm a good. Uh, a they good, approve. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I missed out Friday night. Friday night. No, is that? Yeah. Friday. Uh, Friday night. We were. Uh, my brother's wife is my best mate from school's sister. Okay. So, again, as part of this whole kind of we're back, let's everyone get together. We were at his house having a having a barbecue to which Joe did come. So she now meeting my brother for the first time and his wife and all the kids. Uh, then the Saturday night with Saturday daytime, go back to told you the, the walk and the stuff. And I'm meeting her friends, Ashford drinking beers. I'm a bit of a lightweight with the old beers, but um, sunshine. Can you see my son? I've got a, quite a bit of a, uh, <laughs> not doing it. It's better. I am red, basically okay. pretty red from, from being in the sun all weekend. And so, yeah, a lot of people there wake up on Sunday morning had a bit of a skinful. The gin and tonic before bed was not necessary. <laughs> that means it was the best one of the day. Why can't you say no? Be- because you don't need to. Why, why, would you, why would you say no? You, you should always, like you're saying, if someone asks you if you want a gin and tonic before bed, you always say yes. That, that Yes, there we go. So that's that's what happened. That and And it would have felt weird to say no. And then she'd have had to sit and drink a gin and tonic on her own. Exactly. You basically, you, you, you were, it was a gentlemanly thing to do. Yeah. But then I, I, I'd have smelt her gin and tonic. We're like, oh, that smells nice. Mm-hmm. Let's have a sip. Then, you know, they'd be like, well, you should have just had your own one. So, but in the morning, I was kind of not really happy about the, the gin and tonic at, at, at bed. And then off to Brighton we go. And Brighton's a big place, right? Yes, a lot of park, yes, yes. There's a lot of parking spaces, yeah. So I've got an idea we're going to park near the police station because we meet my brother at the pier. <clears throat> so I've got an idea we're going to park near the police station. Sod's law, the parking in the police station is only two hours long. I know we're going to be longer. So now mm-hmm. I drive down to the kind of the seafront where I know there's longer parking spaces. I used to live in Kemp Town near pretty much looking over the sea, basically. I didn't really want to leave Brighton. But part of the collateral damage of the choices I made around marriage, had it be that sometime after we got together, we ended up moving out of Brighton, mainly because we didn't have enough money to get a bigger house, but also she didn't like living in Brighton. So then we ended up back in Maidstone. So every time I go back there, I'm like, oh, shit, I wish I still lived here. Mm. Guess where the only parking space we could find was? (laughs) Maidstone? No, the end of the bloody road I used to live on. Right? Oh, no, that, okay. that, is, that is coincidence. This is twisted. I'm like, this is weird. Surely there's another parking space. But no, it just opened up. You know when the car pulls out? <laughs> you know, you're, you're like looking for space, looking for space, and then the car pulls out just in front of you. I'm like, thank you, God. You know, like, but at the end of my road, are you kidding me? <laughs> so not thank you, God. Thank you, Beetle. Um and there we go. We're down at the pier. It's having such fun. My daughter, I've not seen her so happy for, I'm not, I'm not joking. I don't think I've seen my daughter so happy for a few months. Mm-hmm. She I mean, was, did, how long ago did you move? Did she remember Brighton? Oh no, my kids weren't born. Neither, neither kid was born in Brighton. Oh, okay. No. Um, but when my brother lived there before he moved to France, the, the kids loved going there. They loved seeing their cousins. They loved hanging out. <clears throat> cousins for me, cousins, and we've got, we've got family in Chicago. They're like second cousins twice removed. But we're as close as brother and sister, like Rob and Mary are pretty much like my American mum and dad, basically. 
So mm. there's there's no real distinction between how close you are as cousins. And equally, I've got cousins from other parts of the family. I don't even really know. But but on that side of the family, we're all really, really very close. Uh, and so <laughs> Brighton Pier, brilliant. We get absolutely stiffed on the old uh, wrist passes, ride all day. And uh, and the sun's shining. I, I, round and round, I don't go on round and round rides. As in like merry-go-rounds or like, carousels or... Altars, teacups, uh, <laughs> what else? Oh, the flipping thing where the floor drops out and they spin you around oh, yeah, like yeah. one hour, like the cage. I think that's fun. No way. Yeah, have a skinful, get on there. I, I, I'll throw up. If you, if you spin me round <laughs> and round, I will throw up. Maybe and I will not- be sitting on the inside of it. Uh, it depends if it's going clockwise. You want either be... way, centrifugal force is going out. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be no nothing. To go... I could do roller coasters, but not round and round. Uh, but yeah, bloody brilliant, bloody brilliant. Then, uh, then of course, there's the goodbyes. Very emotional. All the kids are crying. It's flipping. <laughs> Just... mm-hmm. so, so basically, do you remember the ice bucket challenge from a couple of years ago? Yeah, the Lou Gehrig. Oh, and then, and then afterwards, we had dinner with my dad afterwards. Who's now seventy eight, right. shuffling yeah. around, not as, as 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 well as he used to be, uh, and he's meeting Joe for the first time, mm-hmm. and um, uh, he's uh, he's good. He's 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 mellowed in his old age. He's, he's, <laughs> his his abuse is much more um, <laughs> um, polite. It's polite yeah. abuse. The 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 affection in his abuse is much more noticeable now than it used to be. <laughs> so yeah, the ice bucket challenge. I literally had this emotional ice bucket thrown over me this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I think that happens. I think that happens. It's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the comparison or the reference to Beadle uh, and, and the prank show is, is when you have those kind of weekends, it's, I woke up feeling shit today. I literally felt like I'd been hit by a, a, a bus. <laughs> Didn't well, want to do anything. But is that, see, I have that sometimes after I've had a fantastic day. Like um, I remember a couple of weeks ago, we were probably on talking about the show. I closed I had a, a couple of phone calls from where I was on leave, but a couple of big deals closed and a few other things lined up. And it just seemed like everything went right. And a couple of things personally was in a good place. And so I felt really good. And then the next day, like you say, it's just, it's a dip. It's, it's like drinking. And then the next day you have the hangover. Sometimes you have the emotional high or intensity and then no matter what you do you can't sustain that you can't live at that level you have to balance it out by just coming down a little bit and that that dip is sometimes quite tough yeah and being okay with it like noticing it and being okay with it is is the important thing uh days gone by when i was younger i would allow that down to be like oh like, like a roller coaster i'm going down <laughs> it's not good i'm not happy and then like whoa wallowing in the in mm. the in, in the upset of it all failing to realize exactly as you just pointed out there that if you've had a, an emotional high of any of any kind then there's probably going to be a low afterwards and just I can't guess kind of be aware of it, be ready for it. Be don't, don't 
feel your feelings. So, like for me, drinking is merely borrowing happiness from tomorrow. And at some point you've got to pay that back, you know? And so tomorrow you have to pay it back with the other side. And sometimes it's the same with emotions, knowing this isn't, and it's, this isn't, I'm no psychologist or psychiatrist. Or anything like that. I've not studied it at all, but knowing that on that dip, this isn't necessarily the start of some, that's not the new normal. Just like the intense highs weren't the new normal. It's just something that's going to happen. Feel it, own it, come through it and get back up to, to more of a, a level playing field. And sometimes you'll be a bit higher, sometimes a bit lower, but both of those are fine. As long as you're having ups as well as downs, then absolutely just enjoy them because you can't have the light without the shade. You can't have the peak without the trough and just everyone needs a bit, a bit of both in their life. Yeah. Did you realize that when you were younger? When I was younger? Uh, not so much. Um, it's, I'm 40 now. I'm an old man, basically. So it's taken me a long time to to feel comfortable with everything. But I felt it. For, I've always been quite a level person anyway. And I, I did. Um, I used to run events and so on. And I always knew the day after running a big event, when you've got 150 people, 200 people in front of you, and you're on stage and you're doing this and you're doing that, there was always a, like a lull and a, a dip. And a, God, that went so well. And it's never going to be as good as that again um and shit i was rubbish this didn't go well that didn't go well my boss probably hates me and actually it was fine but there was always that dip and if you didn't have a dip then you, you stayed there and then the dip would be even higher harder as well so you have to balance out and level out yeah so that's self-care that is that is oh, yeah. self-awareness self-care hmm. also baking it into uh the the schedule a great book a great book. Come on, brain. <laughs> Why do I do this? That's an I, I know. I know. In peak performance, it's called peak performance. Okay. In the book, peak performance, uh, he he actually um, says this: make sure when you've got something big going on, make sure you've, you that you plan a day or two days mm. afterwards. Because there's going to be a, a, you know, we talk about it in, in drug terms, it's going to be a come down. If we talk about it in booze terms, it's going to be a hangover. Yeah. It, you know, if you talk about well, it, but people come back for the Olympics, I bet they, they must. Yeah, that'd be a huge dip. I mean, we, we tell our teams, because I mean, I work in kind of sales. And yeah. after we've put together a proposal and done a presentation, you, you take the next day off. No, no exceptions unless you know you, there's no option yeah. given a choice all things being you take the next day off because it's you you're gonna you're gonna burn out otherwise you can't just roll on to the next one and roll on to the next one you need some time to recover just emotionally yeah. and in, like get energy yeah, yeah yeah and people that own their own businesses uh, will often say i can't do that or i haven't got time for that or that's a luxury i can't afford but burnout is real yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not, they haven't, they haven't got time for it. They're not making time for it. They're not finding time for it. The time's there. They're just choosing not to invest any of that time in something else that in the long term will pay out. It will benefit them to take that step back because they'll be able to then like maintain a level of performance. But if they, if they try and do it, that, that level, that high gets lower and lower and lower. And then before they know it, they can't get themselves out and they get, you get stuck in a rut. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's why a lot of business owners, um, do burn out they lose mm-hmm. the buzz for for it because the 
the excitement for for growing the business then suddenly is, is without realizing it's become the thing that's draining them of all their energy of all their love for life yeah and then once you've lost the love for your business whatever that business is going to be you're not going to give it your full attention you're not going to give it the care because it's like water in a dead plant that's there's a part of it in the back of your mind that says oh, it might it might get back if i look after it but you know it's probably dead already <laughs> and and so you you just don't you just don't think about it and you just leave it to will and even if you could have saved it you just don't believe it and yeah with a business i'm guessing i've never started my own business but you have to utterly believe that it's it's going to work and be willing to to invest that that energy and emotion because it's, it's it's a baby it's one of your babies you know it's, it's something that you're, you're putting your time and love into that you wouldn't do unless you wanted to make it happen yeah yeah exactly yeah and that's well we i've actually i wrote a, a, a facebook post today all about uh blips versus breakdowns oh right yeah and uh, i'm going to do a video on, on it tomorrow but yeah noticing that a, a blip is something that went wrong something that in the grand scheme of things probably would go wrong you could expect it to if you were on a diet you might have a flipping <laughs> fall mm. off the wagon day and get pissed and eat three kebabs like it's just mm. but if you make it that that's the whole thing ruined that's that's the disaster mm. that I can't possibly come back from then you go into go into breakdown and yeah we well i was just okay. saying blips, blips when you've got when you can see clearly where you're headed there's much more capacity to absorb a blip Whereas if you're living every day, like I've, this is the one, this is the one I've got to do this, got to, then, then it's not a blip. It's like that day is ruined. If that day was everything, then everything's ruined. Mm. And you've got to be able to forgive yourself for the blips. Um, in uh, one of our previous lives, we, we, we used to run marketing campaigns for various people. We worked with one organization who were doing stuff around new year's resolutions. Um, and we ran, we did some AB testing on this. We actually ran a separate campaigns. Some of them were for people. Basically it was, you've made your resolution stick to them. You can't break. If you break them, then you know what? It's, 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 you've lost out on all that work, all that hard work you've put in so far. And the other one was, look, if, if you mess up, yeah, okay. You try not to mess up. If you do mess up, it's all right. Let's start again tomorrow. And I can't, it, it's by orders of magnitude, the latter the the if you mess up try not to mess up but if not we'll start again start again from next next day they will get back on it they kept their new year's resolutions for longer did better and were more successful in every way shape and form around that than those who it was the be all and end all of you know what put the pressure on you you must be perfect every day no one's perfect every day i'm not sure i understand no i don't understand either siri but um <laughs> um people aren't perfect and being able to forgive yourself and say, all right, that didn't work. All right. Okay. Let's start again. Let's go again. Those are the people who have stickability in these sort of things. They're the people who are going to succeed on whatever they're challenging because they know it's going to be hard. They know it's going to be tough and they're going to stumble. But like Bruce Wayne was taught by Alfred, it's not about how many times you fall down. It's about how many times you get back up again. Yeah. And the funny thing is linking that back into my weekend. And this is actually, this is, pretty much perfect way to sort of wrap up the wrap up is I'd spoke to my dad at the beginning of the weekend and said, we're going to be down. I'm not really sure what's happening, but we'll end up like we'll have dinner at the end. We'll have Sunday lunch and we'll have dinner at the, at the end of the day. And all through the day, times kept shifting. P- people were late. Breakfast was this. 
they brother wasn't ready to leave his mate's house for an hour later than we thought we were going to be. It all just kept shifting and changing. And I know there'll be families just like the ones you see in Ikea, right? (laughs) Rowing their way around Ikea. There will be families. And I dare say it could have been me in the past where every time something went wrong on that Sunday and the plan got, got messed up, we just kept moving and morphing. And when there was no parking spaces, and I ended up parking outside my old house where, you know, and I'm there with my new girlfriend. It was just like, no, that's fine. We'll walk along in the sun. If at any point we'd allowed those things to cause more of a problem than was necessary, I prob- I wouldn't have seen my daughter so ecstatically happy on the rides with her cousins mm-hmm. because we had a row or something. And in all the stress about what time I had to be at my dad's and what time we're we going to be having lunch and we'll be making it home in time for the football. It, if we'd have stressed about that, it would have ruined the day as well. As it happened, thanks to the wonders of Sky Plus and pubs being open and serving food all day in Brighton, we had dinner at, at half past five and we watched the football at eight o'clock and it was a mm. bloody awesome dinner, a chance to hang out with my dad for two hours. And we got home and watched the football and Spurs won. It was like, out of all that craziness, it it touched down on the tarmac at, at, the, at the you know to bring mm. bring to a close the perfect end of a, of a weekend. I guess time time like days like that are a bit you know it's like a, it's like throwing a a paper boat into a river. You, you throw it in there, and you know where it's going to end up down the river but you don't know exactly where it's going to end up. And you certainly don't know whether an eddy or a, a whirlpool here or a rock there is going to push it in like on one side of the river or another side of the river. But as long as it's in there and as long as it's keeping on moving, it's going to get down there and end up down the river. And yeah. wherever it ends up is where it ends up. Yeah, but yeah. it sounds like you had like a, uh, a, an incredibly memorable, emotion, emotionally charged weekend. And it, it went well. It did in the grand scheme of things. And I can look back and go, shit in hell. That was a mad, like all those things happened at one on one weekend. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it, and it actually all went great. So yeah, nice. it all went great. So brilliant. Um, we're going to be here. As long as we can, as long as we enjoy doing this, we'll keep doing doing the the, the wrap up. Um, we got episode fifty coming up in mm. two weeks' time. Apologies for missing last week. Anybody who's wondering where the hell we were last week, my uh, fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, to- I totally um, didn't even think about it. And uh, as we were talking about earlier about romance and shit, I went out on a first date, um, and it didn't even. It, it was so. Uh, I was so like, like expecting like every other date that I end up uh, planning gets cancelled. I was fully expecting this one to, to go wrong as well. They were going to a festival at the weekend and she was uh, pretty dr- still drinking on Sunday and hung over and shit. And I just fully expected her to call me on Monday to say, oh, look, I'm really sorry. I'm not feeling it. Can we rearrange? That's that's what always happens. Um, but she didn't. We went out. I drove up to fucking Northampton. Three hours it took me to get out there. Took her out for dinner. Um, and uh, two hours on the way home. So, uh, yeah, that was that was a long old drive. But it, it was nice to be able to listen to podcasts, if nothing else. The yin with the yang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to get, get those small victories in, in situations like this. They are stepping stones. 
Yes. They are stepping stones. Uh, if you've listened to the podcast for the last six, seven, no, it must be nine months now. Yeah, least, longer, uh, longer than your relationship. Heard, you'd have heard some of my stepping stones uh, along the way. Uh, a, a client of mine right now, um, he's a divorced dad, and uh, we've been rebuilding and putting everything back together. And he's been experiencing quite a bizarre uh, um long distance sort of zoom dating ex- experience with someone mm-hmm. and i and i keep saying to him just allow this to be crazy and perfect because mm-hmm. when you meet someone who's in a coffee shop around the corner for you this craziness here will make that even more normal <laughs> and uh and i i think i think that's that's what happens in life. We get thrown things to help us get ready for t- for tomorrow. Basically, I wish that, I wish I had your your faith in such a grand plan. But I just figure things happen, and you make of them what you make. And it, it, I could have either made of that that five hours worth of journey um, like a negative and uh, get pissed off at dating and get pissed off at this and angry and annoyed about that, or I can say it was good. I got a dinner and I reminded myself. I'm really good at dates. I'm really good at first dates and talking and that sort of stuff. And I haven't forgotten how to do it. So yeah, it was, it was good. It was worth doing. Nice. Nice. I can't wait to uh, hear the next installment of, of, uh, of both of our uh, dating adventures um, or romance adventures as mine's less dating now. More romance. I never stopped taking her on dates, my friend. And it sounds like oh, you're yeah. not it's in there. It's in one of the principles of uh, the relationship element of, of Hero Academy is date nights, date nights, date nights. Um, we can find you on Twitter, yeah? A Dating you Dad? You can indeed, at A Dating Dad on Twitter, search on Instagram, search on any social media platform, and I might be there. But if I am there, I'll be under that name, A Dating Dad. And all good pub cubicle walls. <laughs> <laughs> bring back graffiti that's what i say and uh yeah i'm johnny jensen team superdad uh teamsuperdad.com forward slash group you can come and be part of the team superdad crew uh we would love to have you there with us until next week glenn um be well and uh, stay bright love the family senior <laughs> <laughs> mum. I, I can't hear i can't wait to hear how that goes looking forward to it as well man. i'll see you next monday take it easy bye This has been Team Super Dad. Find us at TeamSuperDad.com. Join the program and create the best life ever for you and your children. You are not alone. You're on Team Super Dad.